Quiet weekend down south, some political news from Pauline Hansen, and a local man gets a car pass. Hey, it's Effie Bateman, and this is your Daily Batuta for Monday, the 3rd of April. Hello, my name is Wendell Hussey. Happy Monday. Hope you had a good weekend. Hope you are going well. It's our first story of the day, Effie. Kicking off and report. Pretty quiet weekend in Melbourne. Yeah, that's right. It's um, been really quiet and laid back in Melbourne over the last few days. The most cosmopolitan city in Australia has confirmed that there wasn't that much going on this weekend, apart from... uh, a bumper weekend to wrap up Mad March, which saw a veritable smorgasbord of events being hosted across the city from Victorian League tennis to pack crowds, the food and wine festival, sellout theatre shows, a few hundred comedy performances, as well as a pretty intense uh, and memorable F1 race. Tourists and locals alike have admitted that you could say it's been a reasonable few days, but other than that, pretty quiet down there and um, productivity levels are off the charts for anyone who is down there or has just headed back from a weekend in Melbourne. Next up, with some news in politics, and Pauline can't seem to understand why a party built on cruelty and bigotry attracts such shit blokes. Yeah, that's right. The leader of the One Nation party has caught flack over one of her uh, members' behaviour in Mark Latham, and the federal senator that gifted the Australian people with some of the most memorable and taxpayer-funded political geniuses in political history is once again baffled apparently by her party's inability to retain or at least control her members. She's back in the news this week condemning her own colleagues and is once again unable to provide any answers as to why this keeps happening. Talking about, uh, as we mentioned there, Mark Latham, who was facing widespread backlash over a wildly homophobic tweet directed at Sydney MP Alex Greenwich, prompting Hanson to ask Latham to apologise. Seems like she does not appear to have learnt that a party built on making fun of immigrants and Aboriginal people might not attract the best blokes for public office, and perhaps she might also be a victim of the bigotry that she cultivates with her populist policies. And lastly, a self-made man gets a Range Rover pass. Yes, cattle farmer Eduardo Green from our town's northern fringes bought himself a Range Rover last week because he had the money and wanted one, that's what he told us. He's said to have had an upbringing that made Prime Minister Anthony Albanese look like Christopher Pine, but now commands one of the lower Diamantina's largest cattle portfolios. Over the years, he says the luxury afforded to him by the latest Land Cruiser Sahara hasn't really been up to the standard he wants, so... Uh, he's gone out and he's got himself a Range Rover. As he said, there's Lexus, but they don't come in diesel, which is what I want. The Land Cruiser is a tired design. It's practical, but tired nonetheless. What I really, really want is a Range Rover. So I got one. Good on him. And our quote of the day is also about a cattle farmer. As aliens, the only explanation for mutilated cows found on Australian farm. Over 18 years, graziers Judy and Mick Cook say 20 cows have been killed in the same strange manner on their young Gullah property, with their organs removed with surgical precision without a trace of blood left at the scene. Mrs Cook told a Daily Mercury, How's it happening? It must have been something that lifts it up and puts it down and doesn't leave any marks. Aliens are the only explanation I've got. Fair enough. Uh, it could be a meat thief who's also a serial killer be an explanation I'd have there. Anyway, that's what's making news for today. See you later. See ya.